Welcome to another episode of The Shift with Elena Agar. With years of coaching and mentoring professionals, my mission is simple, to make every moment you spend with me and my guests actionable and empowering. In this episode, I talk with Ruby Makuni. She is a wellness coach where not only does she do the physical training of, the, of, the, uh, of her work, but she also works with individuals and corporations to help them manage their stress levels. We really go into depth around what can we as professionals and corporates or entrepreneurs do to manage stress because it is part of life and also some of the ways that she got started and some practical things that you can do today to audit your environment, audit how you spend your days, and just really, you know, inspiring you to make a change um, and, and just take care of your well-being. So if you're into stress management, and which all of us should be, and if you want to get a little bit more tips and strategies and get inspired, this episode is for you. Ruby, welcome to the Shift Podcast. Thank you, Elena. Thank you for having me. Um, so I feel like you and I can talk for hours and hours because we're both into fitness and well-being and particularly this topic of wellness and organizations. And I know you're like one of the people that I would love to deep dive into this topic because this is what you do. This is your day to day, right? It's like helping people stress less. And in the world where we're just, I feel like we're continuously stressed, like, you know, this is the conversation to have now, but also all the time. So talk to me a little bit more about how you got into this career to begin with. Yeah, yeah, it's you're right. Stress is here today. It's been here, but and it will be here in the future. And uh, so, how I actually got started, I was an in-home personal trainer for busy professionals. And what I soon noticed was that a lot of my clients were stressed. You know, very overwhelmed, very stressed. Uh, there was lack of differentiation between home and work life. And this was in around maybe 2014 or so. Uh, and so it was really one of my clients that had this almost breakdown in our session, you know, and it was just really the overwhelm of work. It was just a lot of work stuff. And, um, I, and what I also soon noticed was that there was very little downtime and to me that's always been important because fitness to me is more than just exercise you know I I I as a fitness trainer I really wanted to promote a holistic lifestyle meaning mm -hmm. you know you, you you're passionate about your career you thrive in your career you're uh, you know, you move, you incorporate movement, um, mindful eating, whatever that means to you, and just living an overall general happy life, you know, mm -hmm. with, of course, the, the stress that comes with it. But I just noticed that there was a, a tipping point there. And so really, that's when I um, transitioned into the corporal world because I, I realized I actually said to her, you know I should just come to your job and do a talk about balance you know about work life something and I mm -hmm. was completely joking and so she she said absolutely so she brought <laughs> me in and <laughs> I remember just you know putting a talk together and thinking oh my goodness I, I mean are people would people even care and surprisingly yeah people did care it was really just a talk about how to you know, be mindful about, um, you may have heard of that saying, we spend the first half of our lives sacrificing our health for our wealth. And then the second half using our wealth to <laughs> regain our health. And so that's always been sort of the premise of my um, my message that we can still thrive in our careers without having to sacrifice our health and without being miserable, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, hopefully. And so 
Uh, so really, that's how I got started and um, started, uh, I shifted gears, started working with companies to create some sort of harmony you know we don't uh you know of course you're gonna have those times where maybe you have to work a little bit more or what have you because you have deadlines but then how do we sort of work as a team to incorporate that um you know mm -hmm. that balance maybe the next week you know just being more flexible and being more mindful um not only about um, but also, especially in today's world, about how external factors are mm. impacting the modern day professional in, in their workplace as well. Mm. Uh, and so that's really how I got started and really became very focused on stress. Because um, mm. I did see that uh, stress was really uh, uh, impacting people physically, emotionally, and behaviorally. And stress is such a big umbrella. So mm -hmm. there's so many aspects to it. Um, but I really, uh, initially I got really zoned in on how stress is impacting us physically. Cause I noticed too, that people can work out for forever, but we're still experiencing physical symptoms. So I really wanted to dive into you know, there's more to stress than just, oh, I'm stressed, <laughs> you know, yeah. and what really can we do about it? Uh, mm. and, you know, so, yeah, so, and that's where I am today, really working with professionals to manage um, stress, really, mm. as they uh, thrive or, you know, work in their careers. You know, what's interesting is that, um, so similar to you, I also very much believe that there's so much more to wellness in general than the physical aspect of it, right? And the mindset is a big thing. And and I, I work in corporate myself, like just, you know, in, uh, doing talent development in corporates. And that's one of the biggest things we have right now, especially in tech is like, people are burnt out, stressed out. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I think like exercises, I mean, I love the gym, like I could live at the gym. But um, I think exercise is like one of the tools that you can use, right? Yeah. to to manage the stress but talk to me a little bit about mindset like how does mindset and you know how does stress affect you on a psychological level not just physiological yeah well I, you know I always say our external stresses sometimes are more uh you know we know what they are they're the traffic email <laughs> you know the whatever's on the news but also how are we processing our daily stress? Like I always tell people, do an inventory of what are your thoughts like every day? Is it, um, you know, if you just take one day and just take a pause, what am I thinking? And you can always tell, how am I feeling? I'm feeling a little tense. What am I thinking? A lot of times we're often thinking of, uh, you know, the future and what does the future hold? You know, mm -hmm. either yeah, or um, what if this happens or um, or fortune telling, you know, and it's usually the worst case scenario based on what we might be exposing ourselves to in present day, or it's based on um, the past, you know, the regrets, mm -hmm. you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, or I'm not good enough. And what do all those sound like? You know, they, they don't sound, they sound stressful, right? And so all of those thoughts and worries are almost like a record player in our mind. And a lot of times we don't even realize that that's what we're thinking, you know. We're at the grocery store, maybe worried about, you know, um, food, for example, has become such a source of worry. Like, what, which one do I get? Is this, you know, I, 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 
everything has become sort of a source of either fear or worry or confusion and all of that can impact us uh, but we just don't realize it so mm. I would say uh, you know just starting with taking an inventory of uh, what are your thoughts about uh, just either yourself your own life or do you tend to veer towards oh I know this is all going to go wrong because everything always goes wrong and then just uh, you know maybe I would invite you know maybe taking a different person what if it goes right <laughs> you know yeah. um, what if and just taking that viewpoint because of and then I always say that our thoughts are like either they can be a 24-hour bully or a cheerleader. And that's mm -hmm. exactly coming back to that point of how are we talking to ourselves about ourselves all the time? Uh, mm -hmm. And so all of that matters, you know, all of that matters because it is causing internal stress and we don't realize it because it's become so normal, you know, yeah. for uh, for a lot of um, us. <laughs> so yeah. It does well, yeah. take that awareness. Yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting is that I think it's, um, oh my goodness, I forgot his name, name now. Oh my goodness. Anyway, it's a um, psychologist. Oh my goodness. Came for, anyway, I forgot his name. I can't credit, but it's, uh, you know, he talks about that our personality uh, creates our personal reality. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, it's almost like, and, and, and I see this and I'm curious what you think about. Um, especially like personal training clients, like fitness clients, because I see a lot of people that are uh, so so in their like feeding themselves like the the bully, so to say. Their mind is like the bully, and so it's very hard to even uh, get to that uh, optimal performance state uh, physically if you are continuously feeling like you know what I mean, like talking to you, talking down to yourself. You know, oh, I didn't do it right enough, or I'm not losing weight, or I'm not getting stronger, and it's almost like that negative loop. So I'm curious, like, how do you think that impacts? um the the impact on the physical aspect of the body like you know because I feel like that's a blocker the emotional mind piece is a blocker to a lot of progress yeah yeah I completely agree with you because then uh you know there's no there's so much added pressure to that journey if you are uh and even when we look at fitness in itself it's the mindset around it has almost become a punishment or almost like I'm punishing my body to become a certain way right. or I'm punishing my body because I ate this or or whatever the case might be and so I always uh, invite people to take it especially if people are finding that look I, I there's something in the way here and it's, it's clear that you know it might be um you know your your thoughts or your mindset around it which can be challenging it's not something that we can change overnight for a lot of times mm -hmm. but maybe taking a different perspective of uh you know why are we working out right we're, we're working out because it's actually it's movement is great um and if we take exercise aside movement is great for our body movement is great for stress mm -hmm. but also you know, looking at it from the perspective from I have to exercise or I have to get to the certain size to, gosh, I get to move my body. I'm grateful for the fact that my body moves. I'm grateful yeah. for the fact that 
you know, I am in this position to take, uh, you know, to to walk. I'm grateful that my legs uh, uh, allow me to, uh, and that takes you from criticizing whatever, <laughs> you know, on your body to, uh, I'm grateful for the function that my body, you know, my arms have or uh, mm. this, that they allow me to do. And that in itself takes away the stress and the worry and the pressure associated with I have to look, I have to, you know, I, I have to do this right and, and what have you. And then also finding something that you enjoy as far as working out. And, mm -hmm. um, and that also comes back to stress in itself. And even the modern day profession, I always say, find something with a weekly, daily that you can infuse, incorporate into your schedule that you enjoy, you know, whether it was painting you know a lot of people tell me oh I used to love to paint um I just don't have the time is that true though you know could we put that into your can we make the time for you to do something that you enjoy because part of being creative you know um outside mm -hmm. of the workplace is also important not only for and just for our overall well-being you know we are creative beings you know we thrive yeah. you know you look at kids and they they can spend hours just <laughs> coloring or what have you and they in their own little world and there's absolutely no reason why um and a lot of times too we tell ourselves yeah but I, I'm not good I'm not a good cook I'm not a good painter. Um, that's okay. No one's, you know, we're yeah, not great. We can <laughs> exactly. And even trying something new, you know, maybe it's completely outside of your comfort zone. But um, but it, the overall point here is getting out of your normal day-to-day -day because it can become so monotonous doing the same thing day in, day out. And if you're experiencing the same thing day in, day out, most likely you're experiencing the same stresses day in, day out. So just switching it up um, doesn't mean that it doesn't fix everything. I know a lot of people are going through a lot of struggles, but even finding, you know, ways to take that walk in the park, go for that hike, um, try mm -hmm. that pain class, uh, go to, uh, you know, and all of these don't, um, you know, it doesn't have to cost anything like that. But where can you start maybe switching things up that also bring you joy, you know, mm -hmm. and so that, that that's what we talk about when we say harmony, balance, you know, we, we don't yeah. have to be taking two three week vacations for that you know yeah. so no it's uh, you're so right it's almost like you have to make it part of your lifestyle and keep it consistent right and I think yeah. that's what people you know everybody's looking for these magic formulas and they feel like oh well when I have time or when I change my job or when when this will happen or yeah. when I can afford it and I feel like it's just all excuses and um, I was talking to a um, another guest on my podcast the other day and he was like people just need to stop making these excuses and just actually do something and 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 everybody keeps planning like we're we're such planners like stop planning things just go do it like so you don't you don't need to plan to go for a walk you don't need to plan to like if you know what I'm saying and it's like and and sometimes I'm going to shake people up and, and people are like well I will and I will think about it I will plan it for next month what do you mean you're going to plan it it's 10 minutes get your ass outside right now do you know what I'm saying <laughs> like what are you talking about yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, a lot we prioritize so much, you know, and so I, I and, uh, you know, we do have the time a lot of times, you know, it, it could be 
you know whether it's it's getting up and stretching or, or what yeah. have you it's just a matter of perspective and really um making that non-negotiable commitment that you know every day I'm going to do something for me um it doesn't mm. have to be a big to do <laughs> you know it's just making sure that every day I am on that list if not uh, top of the list which is you know the morning time is really a great time to make that um a time for for yourself whether it means getting up early getting whatever it is for you whether it's working out journaling um getting some silent time you know walking what have you because uh, the rest of the day you're pretty much oftentimes we're being pulled in many different directions you know mm. but at least starting off in that morning and even going um into the point of mindset you know mm. oftentimes if we wake up in the morning we're like oh, it's gonna be a horrible day yeah most likely it will be it will be you just <laughs> created your day already before it even started exactly and maybe just having that switch that you know, today is going to be a good day. Uh, it doesn't mean everything will go perfectly, but if you go into every situation that way, it's better than, um, you know, you're in a better, you put yourself in a better position mm. to then, um, you know, face whatever might come your way. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting is that we, um, there's been so much more discussion around well-being and there's so many more tools and apps that are coming out and, and people that are, especially post the pandemic, that are kind of investing in these things. Yet, I feel like as a society, we're getting more stressed, we're getting uh, more uh, obese, uh, more unhealthy. Like, have you seen any like trends? Like, you know, am I wrong? Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at the wrong statistics, but it just feels like it gets worse. Although there's so much more to uh, learn out there to 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 utilize and free resources yet it's like we're going backwards yeah well so that's interesting because you're right there's a lot more information now about stress and tools and sometimes yeah it, it can get to a point where it's information overload or what have you I would say it really comes back to um, if all these tools disappeared tomorrow, mm. you know, um, what would uh, what would be the basic foundations that you can lean on? And maybe starting on those first. Um, and oftentimes, sometimes, sometimes tools can be a distraction from what's actually causing the stress. So mm. if we take a pause and, you know, really uh, for anyone who's, you know, really overwhelmed and stressed right now take an inventory you know take an inventory of your week what are you committed to what are some of the things that are your top stresses you know and then look at those and see what's in my control out of these stresses if it's my schedule if it's um you know a family situation maybe someone's um health is at risk or what have you take a look at those things that are overwhelming you that are weighing you down that are just stressful for you take a look at what can i control and then do your best to focus on those because let's say for the schedule you know is could you talk to your supervisor about switching things up a bit could you start going to bed a little bit earlier so that you're not as tired or what have you what can mm. you do there if some of the stresses are external you know um world events for example or some of the stresses are things that you can't physically control right now 
I would say sometimes too, we tend to worry about things that A, uh, you know, we, we can't really do much about today or, mm. you know, or, or we overcommit as well. So yeah. if you can start focusing on your day-to-day, what you can control, start to see also what you can release, Um, start to also realize that there are things that you can't control and coming to a place of acceptance with those you know that I'm going to do my best if it's a world event that's happening doesn't mean that you ignore and you you don't want to know about it just um is there a way you can help maybe donate maybe you know whatever the case may be because as humans we also want to feel as though we can fix that that we we feel safer when we know that there's a solution so if we're constantly being bombarded with, oh, this is terrible, but there's no solution that loops that story, then we're in this constant um, stress. So that's why taking an analysis of what are my stresses? What is the solution here? What can I do? Where can I get help? And then what can I accept that this is out of my control? I've done my best. And then that that really is the foundation. And then, of course, get your tools, get your stress relief music, get your meditations, get what what have you. But those are additions, you know, in, in my opinion, mm. I would say it's good to have those. But then we also need to really take a look at uh you know it's like moving into a home you know you want or mm. if you, you can get a vacuum cleaner but you need to clean up the the clothes and the mess and put them away right well so you can't really vacuum the place yeah. and so um I, I think the two go hand in hand with the acknowledgement that are the tools now overwhelming you because now you you're in so many apps and what have you mm. or are they distraction and so um so yes, yeah, so so that's as uh, that's as yeah. uh, I think that answered your question there. Yeah, I think it's like it's like almost like becoming self reliant on you and 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 you're right. Now always like say you know go back to basics. Like you don't need to. I think we have to your point. We have complicated. Uh, the world of well-being to a point where it's like it is a l- overload of information of every all the tools and you like I don't know what to do and what to focus on and then of course there's all the magic formulas quote unquote of well if you do this exercise or if you do you know all you need is 20 minutes uh, uh, you know a week or all you need is you know this this all just eat this diet or do this diet and it's like if you just take accountability and 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 kind of bring it back to yourself and things that you can do right then you can customize your own well-being journey and I think that's the biggest thing because there's so many formulas out there that people you know like oh it it works for this many people yeah but it might not work for you so understanding also yourself and your body and what works for you and uh, you know based on where you are and who you are and how you and all your blood work and how your body operates and genetics and a number of things that you have to consider so there's no like magic formulas do you have a lot of clients like or even in the corporate world where people, you know, maybe ask you about magic formulas like that? Yes. And I'm so glad you said that, you know, customizing it for you, because I always say, you know, what I'm sharing, you know, what you're hearing, and it's, it's like collecting data, and then coming back to yourself and thinking, okay, what feels right for me? So if, if I've just read that um, doing breath work for 20 minutes is fantastic for stress or or what have you but 
just it stresses me out even more than you know really coming back to yourself and understanding that yes it's okay of course listen you know gain um information collect that data but then also mm. come back to yourself and say okay 20 minutes is a little too long for me maybe I can do five minutes I'm, I'm good with that and I feel good with that or you know um I'm being told that running for an hour is the best thing you know but I really don't like running. I'd rather jump rope or what have you. Really do what, you know, come back to yourself. You know, what makes you, uh, you know, of course, try new things and things like that. But just because it worked for someone else, it doesn't, and it's okay if it doesn't work for you. It doesn't mean that you're a failure or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just maybe uh, how can you make it work for you? Or how can we find something that you would find enjoyable and that you can stick to and that you know that actually works for you and so it is really Mm. and we're all experiencing um with you know almost similar situations but we're all different at the same time (laughs) you know so so yeah I'm so glad you said that and you're right I you know People, of course, do want that magic formula, and I and I'm glad that we live in a time where we can share so widely and freely. Um, but it comes back to self reliance and also being um, reflective of, of of what works for me and what feels right for me. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting because I think just going back to like that education and to your point, like collect the data, educate yourself, and then create whatever works for you. And I think that's where it's at. And and um, you know, like I mean, just through my own experience, I'm sure you've experienced the same. But like through my own experience, like testing things out on myself, like different different uh, eating habits, different you know lifestyle choices, etc. That you know people would swear by. And I think during my health journey, I've tried so many different things, and then I just realized that there's certain things that work for me that would never work for somebody else and vice versa and it's been and you know experimentation is also nice you know what I mean uh, to yeah. experiment like yeah. you know what 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 does your body need like how does your body feel after this food or or eating this way and etc so it's um you know um uh, do you see like are there any like the basic principles that everybody should follow like no matter who you are is there like a blanket kind of um set of principles yeah, I would say, you know, in this day to day, making sure that, um, well, A, that every day you're doing something um, that's mindful, if you will, for your for your stress, for your mental health, for your physical well-being, because um, a lot of times, because uh, going back to the point that chronic stress, really uh, living in that chronic stress has become normal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so you know back in ancient times you know maybe someone will be walking in the jungle they see a lion they you know the heart rate goes up adrenaline cortisol they either run away get back to their village um, you know the community helps them fight off that lion and the stress you know they're back into rest and digest um the stressor has gone And so, you know, stress in itself, you know, there's that good stress and then there's that chronic stress, short-term stress and long-term stress. So it's not that, you know, we do need a certain amount of stress, 
But mm-hmm. being mindful about being in that chronic stress. Now, coming fast forwarding to our modern day, our stresses are not the lion anymore. <laughs> you know, our stresses are the modern stresses, you know, mm-hmm. where deadlines, news, emails, um, relation, you, you name it. And so just being so what's happened is that living in chronic stress constantly it's not physically sustainable number mm-hmm. one for our body and so the, uh, we of course start to see that either symptoms in our bodies physically behaviorally emotionally as well and so coming back to um and and absolutely we can find the bandages just if you want it but coming really back to how am i feeling what is is this um schedule that I'm is this sustainable is uh, you know is this lifestyle sustainable for me am I close to burnout am I going down the road of burnout um and it's not and and, and it's less about um you know there's a difference between um you know going above and beyond and working hard and whatnot uh, but even getting to the point where uh, you know, because we talk about getting burnt out, but mm-hmm. it, it's we don't realize that it can take people about two, three, four years to to recover from that. Because what is that really? It's really your physical body coming to a place of we, you know, people often can't get out of bed. People start to experience mood um, mm-hmm. changes. People, you know, so it's not just a word that we just throw around it. It, it is a, um, a a real physical, emotional um, stressor. So I would say really being mindful of your day to day, especially in the world that we are in today. You know, where can you start reducing unnecessary stress? You know, where can you um, start clearing up your schedule a little bit with the holidays coming up? Where can you... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where can you set boundaries? And with boundaries, I always say, how can you invite more? You know, we think of boundaries as no, 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 but where can you say yes for yourself? You know, where Mm -hmm. can you, um, uh, you know, take care of yourself better? Um, But just really, uh, and being aware of, you know, what things are no longer working for you, um, you know, and that's um, important. yeah and and so that's really because it all comes back to to that and then what is my next step to to um because once you know (laughs) once you're aware and not just um walking through life with um you know with blinders on then Mm -hmm. you're in a better position to then make that uh intuitive choice that okay where do I go from here yeah that's beautiful and i know you 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 create some content around that as well like you post i think on linkedin right that's where i see the most for you uh where can people find you if they want to talk more or read some of the stuff and just get in touch with you yeah um linkedin is probably the best um and, and so that that's really where i i tend to post the most on on linkedin and and then of course um i do a lot of group presentations and and one-on-one um coaching as well i've been doing more i found um we talked about trends earlier i found companies now starting to lean on more uh stress management coaching for mm-hmm. their employees and what's interesting is as companies are restructuring they're bringing in, you know, 
stress management support for the remaining employees because you know we always um forget oftentimes that you know when a company restructures there's a lot that goes with that you know that's mm-hmm. of course the stressor for the people uh, unfortunately or however the restructuring goes but even for the people that are still remaining in the company so seeing mm-hmm. a lot more of that too and so so yeah and then of course podcasts (laughs) yeah of course and so the last question I always ask all my guests is what is one question you wish people would ask themselves more often uh I think how do I feel right now or what what um what brings me joy? What, what do I want to do right now that would make me smile or make me happy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think oftentimes, a lot of times we end up just doing things just for the sake of it or because it's expected of us. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, even, and, and I tell some uh, people, I, I work with some of my clients that every day, you know, do a, um, I give a, a little journal prompt uh, particularly for people that have a hard time thinking of them, you know, doing something for themselves. Like every night, just do an inventory of how did my day go today? How do I feel today? Um, what is my body telling me today? And this is important because I often find that I always say when we are driving a car and we see that check engine light go off, mm-hmm. most of the time, it's a um, you know it's imprint it, it yeah, <laughs> and we get that car as soon as possible because we know that if we don't do something about it without a doubt whatever that red light is signaling if we don't take care of it it's gonna impact everything else in the car most likely but when our body sends us signals, whether it's a headache, whether it's, a, you know, um, digestive issues or a back pain, we just kind of ignore it. And we're like, oh, yeah, you know, I can just, and, and granted, you know, some things, you know, it's maybe due to dehydration or what have you, but a lot of times we just ignore it and we just keep going. And then months or years later, we're like, oh gosh, yeah, I've been having this symptom for months. Yeah. And so that's why I always like the daily cue that every day check in, you know, um, how am I feeling today? Oh, I'm a little bit tired. Okay. I'm going to go to bed a little bit early today, or, um, I keep getting this headache. Um, you know, why is this happening? It's happening every Wednesday. What happens every Wednesday? I'm in a lot of meetings. Okay. <laughs> you know, maybe that's a day to incorporate um, some walks after the meeting. So things like that. So just really paying attention and being present um, is really mm. what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, Ruby, thank you so much. You shared a lot of practical things. And you know what I love about the podcasting world is that, especially the topics that I talk about, is because it reminds me personally, as much as I love the topic of well-being, I'm like, oh yeah, like I should probably do that. So it's a beautiful, uh, you know, I always say like, I do it for selfish reasons, this podcast, because it just makes (laughs) me better as a person, you know, but I hope people that are listening also take it away because there's some really practical things that you've shared. And um, so, yeah, so it's it's amazing the work that you're doing. It's very much needed. I'm sure businesses is booming and will be booming because it is it's such a need in corporates so um so yeah i appreciate the work that you do and um hopefully we we speak again sometime yes well thank you so much it was so great speaking to you it was so comfortable speaking to you too (laughs) thank you thank you so much for having me 